five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Um, and uh, he majored in English and history. Uh-huh. So it's like our wheelhouse, right? Yeah. And I asked him, what's your favorite book? And he like, paused for, you know, as I think maybe most people, not should, but like, <laughs> I think it's interesting to think about that. You know, some people have it ready to go. They can pull like a gun, but uh, it's a hard question to answer. You know, it's uh, and it should be. Um, and I actually uh, at St. John's College, right? Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes the the uh, Johnnies would say whatever book I'm reading presently, you know. But uh, Moby Dick, which which I've read, you know, I said like a handful of times, and you're reading it for your first time, um, is uh, like truly not much happens, but it's like a 700 page book. Uh huh. <laughs> that thing takes takes months. <laughs> I feel like I'm like two months into it. And, and but he uh, said Terry said his favorite book was The Hobbit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I love the Tolkien books. For he sure. said he's a big Tolkien fan. I kind of am too. I am too. I I'm am a, three. There's kind of the C.S. Lewis mm-hmm. and Tolkien. Yeah, and uh, they're buddies, mm-hmm. you know, and all that sort of thing. Yeah. But I think Tolkien is a, you know, the Got it. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, no, I, I I'm big. I've read the uh, Fellowship, and yeah. I read the Hobbit. But the Hobbit is actually a kids. It's considered yeah. a kids book. Yeah. But uh, you know the Story. adventure and also the idea of uh, you know the the scenery and all that sort yeah. of thing, like the imagery that is uh yeah. thrown out there and the different layers of stuff. Tolkien's like. Almost like uh, an uh, not analogy, um, an allegory, you know. So there's like a lot of hidden stuff going on, yeah. And like so, C.S. Lewis is definitely religious, yeah. Catholic, strong Catholic, right? I don't know about uh, to- I don't know actually, about Tolkin. Go ahead, sorry. Uh, C.S. Lewis Episcopal, or, Episcopalian. Uh, he's the Church of England, or okay. something. And then, England, but Tolkien something is something. Catholic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I didn't even realize that Tolkien was associated. It was yeah, very religious. Catholic person. He apparently went, you know. Very Catholic. Um, the way I heard it was like they were like, "Hey, we're both great," and they, maybe they were like over in. Are they both English? Yeah, they're both at Oxford. Yeah, and then they're sitting around in the pub or whatever, and whoever else might have been there, like let's have a writing competition. Yeah, right. You know how it goes. <laughs> I think you're probably right. And, like, all right. and from that competition came Why in the Witch the Wardrobe and The Hobbit. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, and both are like crazy. You know, legendary just a- books that still it's still in the canon of middle school. I know, and they're, they're but probably hungry. more applicable for adults, you know, well, to some extent. That, at I think the that's, same time. that might be the test of like a uh, uh, work of art is like it's a it's it speaks to all ages. Yeah, you know, kind of like Moana. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> or like, would you take the, you took the girls over Christmas to see the Grinch? Is that right? Yeah, I think yeah. we saw the Grinch. I mean, almost any really good story, you know, it speaks. Uh-huh. Um, you could. Maybe that's just me, but you can find lessons and reasons to continue to stay tuned to it and keep watching it. You know, mm-hmm. not a huge uh, proponent of like people that are like, eh, I've already seen that movie. I'm not going to watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. 
I'm gonna. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, that's what Maggie and I, I've been able to introduce Maggie to a lot of great movies over the past, uh, especially over the past year. I mean, we've literally pretty much tapped out every good movie that's out there. Sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I need to look at you, too. That's, the, that's my, I can't talk looking over there. <laughs> no. I, I, I do that a lot, though. I mean, yeah. It's kind of a, I heard it one time, it's like sometimes you look up, you're accessing like a part of your brain, but then like, uh, what's the term for like, I guess detectives, um, or, uh, the, what's the, the, the lie detector test, the pathology, Poly- polygraph. Yeah. People that are like in that sort of, uh, science will examine the person's eyes and like, they, they look up one direction. They're telling the truth. They look up other. They tend to uh-huh. be fibbing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, there's like literally. It's like you're trying to tap into a certain part of your brain, which is obviously located above your eyeballs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, definitely. It's weird. It's like handwriting, you know? I agree. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah. I, yeah, but, uh, I oftentimes tend to, like, when I'm trying to access something, I look off to the left, top left. I don't know what that uh-huh. is. Uh-huh. <laughs> I hope that's the truthful side of things. <laughs> yeah, you never know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. Anyway, um, anyway, Alex Thomas on Pillars of Community. Welcome, my friend. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, this is going to be great. It already has been. Yep. And that's a no. Um, and uh, so he, Alex, is married to Maggie uh, Thomas now. Was Maggie Davis, uh, sister of my beautiful fiance, wife to be, Debbie Davis. And uh, I'm I'm stoked to have you because uh, we have always had some sort of uh, connection. Not some sort. We've had a connection. You know, yeah. Over like you know books and sports and lacrosse and um thinking and that sort of stuff yeah coca-cola classic yeah love good coca-cola classic. <laughs> <laughs> it's very some some that i yeah. uh you're a big coke guy we need a restart I, uh, i'm struggling That's i'm struggling right. <laughs> sorry man nope. classic do you call it coca-cola classic i you know people call it classic i kind of stick with Coke, you know, yeah. I'll have a Coke, you know, Coca-Cola. <laughs> what about Coke and a smile? Yeah, I mean that too. You know, share a Coke with a friend. Yeah, but that was that was like a term, like you know, uh-huh. you that? Coke and a smile. Oh yeah, Go have a Coke and a smile. Yeah, like, like yeah. old school, like I don't know. Coke is one of those things I've been having since I was like a kid. Yeah, and uh, it's always been attached to me specifically for some reason in my family where people. Uh, People just always, oh, Alex is going to have a Coke, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like everybody else having, you know, some uh, – people are probably progressing to healthier drinks, yeah. not as sugary, things yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, But I have always been a devout Coke person and am somebody who kind of believes that, you know, Coca-Cola uh, kind of has a soul behind it, you know? There's something about yeah. Coke that yeah. is unique, almost – you look in those 1960s, you know, commercials yeah. or gas stations, yeah. and you got a, you know, Coke sign. You got a Coke sign. Coke sign. Talk about Coke the out pharmacies, of the you know, with Coca Cola. I, mean, I told you, my dad did uh, was a big fan of Coke. Oh, really? Um, and the beverage. Yeah, and I'm thinking I might. I mean, very sugary. He well, he had a, he had a uh, thing for the, the bottle. The bottle of Coke. Uh huh. So I thought it was like the best way to deliver the product is glass bottle. Yeah. You think or no? Are you like yeah. on ice? You know, we always had we had this mini fridge growing up in my house. And uh, everybody, all my buddies would come over. And it was always stocked with glass bottle Coca-Colas. And everybody 
knew about. You know, it was like a thing specific yeah. to my house yeah. that uh, we'd always have the glass bottle Cokes. Which is, uh, which is like a t- total novelty. I know. Everybody else had the can, you know? Yeah. And, God forbid uh, the plastic bottle. Yeah. We, I mean, we, you and I have talked about it, but the plastic mm-hmm. bottle is a, it's a disservice, you know, to, <laughs> to Coke drinkers. Yeah. But as we talked about as well, you can take the plastic bottle or a two liter bottle, yes. pour it into a glass of ice. And you got it. What is it like? But if it loses the fizz, that's not great. Yeah, you then you're, then you're dealing with it. flat. Flat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think like you know, you go to a baseball game. Yeah. Two hours into it, you still have half a yeah. Coke bottle left over. Yeah. Take a swig of it. It's just not the same product no. that uh, what we're having here. What about ponies then? You know, like the beers, like you know, yeah, a fist of beer, like a fist of soda. Yeah. <laughs> It's like an eight ouncer, I think. Is that right? I, I think, think it's so. an eight, eight ouncer. Yeah, it's like so you can drink it quicker because like the first couple sips are the best, right? Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. There's nothing like. Every uh, time you get to the bottom, I get to uh, like like today. I mean, I came I came over here, co- Coke on ice after playing a very intense tennis match. Yeah, and uh, it's like just nothing could be more delicious than yeah. that that Coke on ice. I remember. I remember growing up like. You want to get, yeah, you're working out, play basketball, hot summer, mm-hmm. and you grab a soda. Mm-hmm. You can't really chug it, but you try to chug it. And <laughs> it gives that, it's the horrible sensation of like between the brain and like the throat. Yeah. And like the, 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 the carbonation <laughs> gives you the stiff arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maggie uh, says. But you want that. Yeah. You want that. Maggie yeah. says, no, after we'll go for a run or something, run like three, four miles, yeah. and then. Poor Coke, you know, it's generally for me, 80% of it's for me. Maggie's taking a few sips, but she concurs that there's truly, there's something about working out, even though it's so dehydrating and probably the antith, you know, the antithesis of what somebody would want right. after exercising because right. you're supposed to hydrate, get, you know, water in you. Yeah. You know, there's something about the Coke that really brings refreshing, uh, probably the sugar. Uh, yeah. Some, uh, sometimes also the beer commercials. Yeah. Like Michelob Ultra. Uh huh. <laughs> it's like a couple, a couple together doing like the triathlon. Yeah. And they're like, all right, let's have a Michelob Ultra. Like, and some people are, are like, you know, I'm not shy when it comes to alcohol, but like beer's never been my, I never like like the taste of beer. Yeah. And I'm like, this is, I guess it's refreshing. It's cold. If, I, if I'm really thirsty, I'm going to chug water or Gatorade. Yeah. And then I'll have an adult beverage. Uh, I don't go right for like a beer to like, be like the, the the cooler of the thing of the palate or whatever. Yeah, but like I guess some people like that. I know ice cold beer. <laughs> it's a hard day. Reminded me of what it what it t- I mean you, the you bitter to, the bitter beer. <laughs> you used to like beer. I right never. Right? I like you know never really liked the taste of it. Honestly. Not a drinker now. Obviously, yeah. yeah, not a drinker now, but never really did like the taste of beer. Yeah, I, and similarly, you know, I get like rum and cokes and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and. You know, yeah, kind of like the the Coke part as we're talking about, <laughs> not the. But was that your drink? I, I think so. I you know, yeah, then, but then until, I think I was like, oh, you know, I'm a big Coke fan. I can combine this with the rum, get a little I, bit I, of a I buzz. Was, and I used to think I was thinking it was like it's like a rum and Coke. I in college, it's pretty sweet drink. I used to think it was like a Roman Coke for some uh-huh. reason. I like would roll the, roll the O or like I don't know. Maybe yep. tap into my historical, my history roots, whatever. I love history. <laughs> I'll take a Roman Coke. I mean, uh, but, but you know, they understood what I was saying. Yeah. But so you and alcohol don't agree. If you don't mind me asking. No, that. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No. Twelve. Uh, Twelve years ago, stopped drinking. 
and uh, haven't looked back. You're 33 now? 33. I'm 32. Okay. And then 12 years ago, what puts you at like 20? Yeah. I remember. It's not even legal. What are you doing? I remember. My first legal, my 21st birthday. I was in Florida. (laughs) And uh, I was down in uh, Delray Beach. You know, it was my 21st birthday. I was like seven months, you know, out of booze. Yeah. And it was good, you know. I I just knew as soon as I stopped, it was a it was a thing that was for life, you know. Yeah. There was something about it, I was just like, I'm done, like never again, you know. As you said, it I didn't, mean, I've it didn't woken agree. Up, I've woken up times I'm like in college, uh, and I'm like, I'm never gonna drink again. Yeah. But then it comes around to like you know later in the evening, I'm like, oh, I guess I'll have a drink. Um, again, that happened again, to me. We yeah. could we could obviously edit this out. Yeah, no, for but sure. like, um. What, was there a night or was it an instance? I was a buildup? Is it? Yeah. I more so had a, it was a buildup. Yeah. And, you know, I started when I was 15, you know, yeah, so yeah, was, yeah. I didn't have a long Same. career. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was five years, yeah. you know. The NFL running back. Yeah, you know, but it was, uh, I just like, I, I was very cognizant of the potential for this uh, thing to become an issue because it really, imp- it really affected me. Mm-hmm. And I remember being at Gilman, you know, and yeah. going to um, parties and like, unlike other people, I really had to like, keep doing it like throughout the night i had this kind of gnawing thing about it that was i thought different than a lot of my buddies where Mm -hmm. i just kind of like felt like i had to i couldn't stop you Mm -hmm. know i had to keep going in and uh i was the same with cigarettes you know like we'd be outside smoking cigarettes on the uh porch of my buddy's steven's house and uh you know we'd be uh, get to two o'clock and they'd be like all right let's pack it in i'm like I need some more, you know. Like I can't, can't go to sleep now. I need, uh, I need another hour of smoking cigs and drinking beers. And, and that might be like I need another hour. You know? I mean, eventually, yeah. eventually yeah, and then I'm waking up. Fuel, yeah, and, man. And you sleep, but you and don't want to take the car to empty. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And then I think when I got to college, it became less of like oh, I can confine this whole thing to the weekends, and then yeah. I was. All of a sudden, doing it throughout the, you know, I was like, oh, I can do this whenever I want, you know, yeah, <laughs> like Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, whatever. Yeah. And uh, and also, I was probably hitting it a little bit harder, and I started getting scared of it, you know. I just thought, I was like, you know, I remember being in my fraternity house and like, uh, just like kind of feeling like in a dangerous zone with it, yeah. you know. I didn't feel like safe, and uh, I was just getting worried, and so I saw it. Uh, sought some guidance you know to get get out of it yeah. which was which uh you know kind of started there and has just kind of got the train rolling in the direction and it's been going that way ever since yeah was it uh so did you, you saw direction did you guys go to rehab or i did AA? not go to, no rehab or, or, or just find a friend that so i basically uh i i think this all started because i was like going to a uh i got in trouble for drinking at uh freshman year of georgia mm-hmm. got caught with beer mm-hmm. in the dorm mm-hmm. pretty normal yeah, thing pretty benign which you know then but they required that you see a person you know a therapist four times so i wound up seeing this guy john davis in baltimore and i was living at bethany beach at the time davis? working at grotto's pizza uh-huh. Uh-huh. and uh just kind of you know two months worth of like just really hammering it kind of um just drinking a lot and 
you know, all that sort of thing. And, uh, but at the same time, I had to see this guy four times and he just, he kept like kind of telling me I needed to go to AA, you know, and he was kind of saying I should go to rehab. Uh, and he was, and I was kind of opposed to rehab because I, the way I really looked at it, and I think this might be the right way to look at it is I was like, you know, that's a 30 day answer to something for me. That's like a lifelong issue, you know, like I, and I'm like, I get that it would probably remove me from the situation for 30 days and probably like jumpstart it. But I, there's something about it where I just kind of felt like, you know, it was 30,000 bucks and AA was free or something. But in any event, I really didn't want to go because I don't know anybody who doesn't drink. You know, I was pretty young. <laughs> I didn't really. Yeah. But I, uh, but, you know, 12 months later, I just kind of got, I just kept getting beat up day after day after day. I went to Italy on a study abroad, kept getting beat up by alcohol yeah. and was just would really. Turn, would you turn into like a different person? I would, or, or I like, would say, yeah, I mean, I, I think it, it affected me. I mean, it, yeah, it, it, if it, I look it, back on that person, it's different. <laughs> it's a different person. Yeah. You know, it's also a younger version of me and stuff, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Would you, like, become aggressive or No, I'd probably, silly, I would probably, I would become more uh, kind of, like, uh, depressive or something like ah, that. Anxious. Like, uh, yeah. Kind of just, like, negative. very, like, nervous, negative. Mm. Yeah. Stuff like that. Person that you don't want to be. Yeah, it is, I just wasn't liking it. You know, yeah. it's just kind of, it wasn't, it wasn't really me when I was 14, 13, 12. Mm-hmm. And then I had this five year run and I was like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and then I, Time to uh, I when I retired, yeah. I got slowly but surely kind of got back to that personality that yeah. I actually, you know, appreciate about myself. Yeah. And I mean, I, I would say it's, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, you don't want to, you know, you have an incredible personality, you know? Yeah. And why, my mom says it to me often, you know, I've, I've sort of been trying to, for a while, you know? Yeah. It, it's, it's an interesting dance. It's a tough dance. Yeah. Know, with alcohol. It's like, you know, I dance with the devil, but you're like playing with fire to an extent, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, um, you just got to know it's a tough relationship and know how to, where your thing is, where your, your limit is or how to approach that relationship, like all relationships, like personal as well. Um, it's, there's no prescription for how it's done. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes uh, it just, it just for certain people, it can't be done, you know? Uh, but you don't want it to change. Uh, how, however you view, however, whatever you view is like your best version of, of you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because it can be, my dad always like use, uh, almost like use alcohol as like a tool to allow mm-hmm. you to loosen up. Yeah, but, like you know, uh, you know, you can if you have a hammer in your hand, you can hammer a nail through your foot. You know, that's a tool, but you're you know you're taking away from who you are. Yeah. So yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. No, it's uh, and you I mean, you're cool with being sober. You've been twelve years. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> what do you drink my uh, coca-colas you know that classic got a lot of everybody go to bars go to i went What's, to i went to a bachelor party austin texas you told me about everybody this. giving me like uh, people hooking me up with coca-colas but yeah like the cheapest day on the going yeah you know? they dd in a drive everybody don't tell me that we're gonna split the tab like 10 ways yeah right, no, they, no 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 <laughs> It's always fact. It's in the back of my mind. I'm not vocal about it, but I I do appreciate because most people who are 
controlling the tab at a bachelor party. Yeah, Alex, we'll we'll scrap you for twenty five percent. You know, we got yes. usually yes. they'll do more, and I'm like, well, whatever. We'll take that too. Yeah, we'll yeah, take that absolutely. too. And, I mean, I'm not. Uh, but they, but yeah, no, people are pretty good about it. Yeah, everybody wants to uh, accommodate good yeah. people. Um, ever since you stopped drinking, um, what do you like to do? I'm a big, uh, so I kind of, I stopped. That was way a long time ago. But like I, you know, what, I'm, put my, I'm putting myself in, in, in your shoes. What would I do, you know? Yeah. Um, because they're like, it comes to like, quote, cocktail hour. And uh-huh. You do that and you sort of like start to shut down your work, which is fine, which is normal and healthy. Um, but I would, I would just like hang out and talk to Debbie or go out and talk to friends and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Is it harder to do it just drinking cola? You know, it was for like the first few years, for sure. But nowadays, I think I generally do what everybody else does, Mm -hmm. you know, to some degree. So Mm -hmm. I'm similarly like hanging out, you know, and meeting Mm -hmm. up with buddies and stuff. Uh, Like, uh, you know, I probably have different avenues. Like I kind of get worn down if I go to a bar or something like that till two exactly. till two a.m. I, mean, I don't want to do that. You yeah, know, nobody. Only... I can hang till about eleven thirty. You know. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. But every now and then I'm in these situations where it's like three a.m. You know, yeah. and I'm like still uh, still at the situation at, stories... at this late night Baltimore thing, right, 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 and right. these people are you know on a different level. I mean, the music be... is blasting, and I can't. Yeah, I'm, I can't. Be... I can't recreate the level. You know? <laughs> I mean, with through Coca Cola, you know, there's no. only so much caffeine can do. Correct. You're not going to be the guy. You're not going to be dancing. I know. At, it's like tough. Two, at like two in the morning. It's tough. You know, but you're going to dance at your wedding. You yeah, know? yeah, definitely. Um, but uh, yeah, everything like in doses or you know, it's like, um, yeah, I bet you have like like somebody like you've witnessed a lot through your sober eyes. Uh huh. Just like what the heck yeah. is this guy doing? And a lot of your friends doing stupid stuff. Yeah. And like you probably talk to them. More, you probably look in their eyes, and they have like sort of like guilty eyes going on. Uh huh. Like, all right, Alex, uh, <laughs> give me the breakdown. Yeah. I'm give me like, the debrief. You know. <laughs> and you're like, ah, do I give you like the the real I, version, I, the unvarnished version, light version, or the light version? <laughs> Always about the light version. Yeah, 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 you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're already hard. dealing with the struggle and then, of the after the the day after. They were taking a video. Taking a thing, and like, I'm gonna take a video <laughs> of your ass. So yeah. Like anymore. Anyway, we can jump from there. Anyway, um. Talk to me about if you want. Um, so you like Annapolis? Yeah, I like so Annapolis. So you, and Maggie. So Maggie from here, right? Kensington. Yep. Uh, you from Baltimore? Yep. And you, you, you sort of uh, found yourself right in between, like the the middle ground, which is like Annapolis. Yeah, I love Annapolis. Yeah, Annapolis is great. It's There's been some, it's been about the water. I know about the water. Yeah, no, I mean it's a, it's a place that. Uh, yeah, you know, we're kind of looking when we were moving in together. I remember having conversations with Maggie, uh, coming back from different places yeah. after going out at night. Where are we moving? Where are we moving? Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like this is a difficult question. Yeah. You know, where do we move? Yeah, because we both have such you know strong connections to both respective places. Yeah, and uh, and you know, but at the same time, we were kind of going on our own adventure, you yeah. know, and stuff like that. So. Uh, Annapolis really kind of fit that because it's yeah. in between 
you know, I can go up to, we, we've done it for three years. You know, I go up to Baltimore, I go meet up with people in DC, Maggie goes to DC for work, whatever. It acts as a good middle ground. But at the same time, we've kind of been able to, you know, move in together, get married. Now we're having a kid, you know, all that stuff has uh, all been created in Annapolis Town Center, oddly enough. <laughs> yeah, beautiful, beautiful parole. <laughs> That's the exit? Yeah, parole. Don't be on one, be, uh, be, be in one. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'll be at parole. Uh, happy, uh, up, happy for, parole. up for parole, you know. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, yeah, you're, you got a cool spot over there. Like, yeah, it's nice. It's like it's amazing. I always think it's amazing. Like, you get in your car and you drive 40 minutes and you're in Annapolis. And uh, and it's a totally different world. Yeah. I mean, I would think from Baltimore as well. I mean, Baltimore, granted, is the inner harbor and you have water. There's something really uh, powerful, calming, uh, arresting in a good way about water. Yeah. A large body of water. Yeah. You're, you're, even like a pool. <laughs> uh-huh. Even a bathtub. I love, I love baths. <laughs> Shout out to bathers. Yeah. You know? I love baths. <laughs> Me too. Gosh. So at our beach house, the little side, uh, there you're at, um, a couple weeks ago, yeah. we have um, one, two, three, bubble baths. Oh, my gosh. I'm talking about Mr. Bubble. Uh-huh. I'm talking about the Jets. <laughs> Don't tell anybody, but we might have just. Uh, but, uh, gosh, talk about, like, especially if you're at a, um, like, a resort or not a resort, or your vacation home. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's one of those things that's like the height of luxury. Yeah. It's Throw a robe like, on afterwards. Just, I'm staying in the bath for like 25 minutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> for a half hour, I might fall asleep. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, or especially after a good, like a good workout or something like that. Or not even. That's your workout. Stay yeah. Stay in the bathtub. <laughs> and then like stretch a little bit or something. Just like, uh, life is good. Throw a robe on. What I don't like about bathes, baths is... Um, if it gets too hot in there, sometimes uh-huh. I put the I put the water like I like it hot. Yeah. Um. But like the but it's like a too small of bathroom, I guess, and it gets too steamy. Yeah. You crack a window or something like that because you don't want to. Um. And it becomes uncomfortable. You don't want yeah. To. That's the opposite of luxury. <laughs> can't happen. No, can't no, have no, it. No can do taekwondo. No can do. So I'm starting my own martial arts thing. It's called. No can do. No can do. <laughs> <laughs> Karate chop. <laughs> so reading Moby Dick. So yep. Uh, page out of my heart. Book out of my off, off my book. I gave you my original version, the Barnes and Nova version. Which I don't know. If yeah, the, the my dog. Of I will tell you. I was, I've been feeling bad. My dog got the back okay. part. He That's got. Okay. He got. He took a couple pages out of the back. Yeah, dog ate your home. But it, it says the. It still got the front cover. It's got the side uh, thing and you know sidewall. Good. Yeah. And you're liking it. I love it. Yeah, I kind of, you know, I go, I, uh, you know, it's a long book. So every now and then I like, I like different, I, I look a lot about the length of a book and that book's pretty long. It's intimidating. But I like short book. I like 20 page short stories at the yeah. same time yeah. because you get the beginning, the middle and the ending, you know, yeah. which the endings where, you know, in a lot of stories is where all the you know, plot twists yeah, or right. you read Edgar Allan Poe. I mean, you can, you know, you got a plot twist at the yeah, end and yeah. that's 18 pages in instead yeah. of seven, you know, 500 pages in. If so you like, if you like mysteries and stuff like that, you're talking to my sister. Oh, Linda really? Loves, um, 
murder mystery stuff. Yeah. Yeah. She, so we're taking a class together. Talented Mr. Ripley. I don't yeah, know if you ever read yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, it's yeah. a good book. I didn't, I didn't, uh, who wrote it? It's uh, her. No, no, dude, dude. Is it? No. It's a female. Um, oh, okay. I forget what her name is, but she wrote She wrote this whole, it's a Ripley series. It's like five of them. And, uh, you know, so the movie's great. And yeah, the book's really, really good. good, too. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I remember seeing the movie in the movie theater with my high school girlfriend. Yeah. Andrea. Andrea Turloy, shout out. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, Matt Damon, everything. Matt, Matt Damon. I yep. think. Yeah. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. God, R.I.P. He's awesome. Yep. Awesome actor. Yeah. Um, Italy, you know, very scenic, Italian, yeah, 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 Spanish yeah, yeah. steps, you know, ending and all that. Yeah. Um, but so Linda and I are taking a class, uh, St. John's class, um, on... It's funny that you call you you uh, saw Edgar Allan Poe, so it's on Poe and Sir Co- uh, Arthur Conan Doyle. Yeah, so it's, it's Sherlock Holmes. Exactly, it's a week of like detective stories. Nice Sem- seminar. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm trying, which I'm going to get you onto one of these things. Yeah, dude, I'm in. Um, because they're so fun because you just sit around and talk about the book. Yeah, no lecture. It's just like a um. It's a an active process. It's an active process for self discovery. Yeah, you know, nobody tells you what it's about. Uh, you figure it out on your own. Try to. <laughs> that's what I. I mean, that's what you know. These. That's always what I've kind of found because I reread probably like you all these books that I yeah. grew up maybe having to read or something like that. Yeah. But now I actually read them, you know, yeah. on my own as opposed to. You know, where I was really you like, have to do this. yeah, you have to do it. And I got to finish 12, you know, 15 pages of something I don't want to read and whatever. But, uh, you know, it's you're, crazy. You're it's about, crazy. What you- it's really about, uh, but also, <clears throat> it is figure out on your own, but it's like not on your own. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's like figure out on your own with the help of peers. Yeah. Reading the same thing. Because, like, um, I don't think someone can. Uh, I'm not a huge proponent of like saying the right term, but like I don't think people have. We're not we're smart, but like we need multiple brains or more that is better than one. Brain. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> multiple takes on things um, is uh, almost like needed to um, figure out what's going on for sure. Um, not necessarily like he killed her and she uh, lives here or whatever, but like the. Um, Trying to figure out the motives behind the author, or you know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, because that's and when the, I and some of the best you need. You need help. I need help. When I finish a book, every time I pretty much Google it, you know, mm-hmm. and I'll get that sort of different perspectives on stuff. Or if I finish a short story yeah, or what, yeah. so that's. But it's that's yeah. like Google, you know, something, into something expl- random. Yeah, it's, like it kind of gives. Movie, it's like, yeah, oh, you it's watch the movie. Like, <laughs> exactly. Explain. Uh-huh. It's like a ten minute breakdown. Yeah, just a breakdown to kind of rehash, make and sure like, tie up the loose ends. But like know. sometimes it's uh, right. So I don't know. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, it's it's probably more right than wrong to any of the 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 YouTube watchers or the readers or whatever. But I think that's secondary to. What how how it hits you individually? Yeah, you know. Oh, hundred percent. I'm big into watching movies and writing about them. I love that. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I don't. Uh, 
critique the movie. I'm not. I'm not a. No, me neither. Not a movie critic because I don't. I don't like critiquing anything. Uh huh. I'm. I'm far from perfect. And they. That's what they said. The gospel put their soul into these movies. You know to make sure horrible lighting or it's just like yeah yeah there's no uh, the the plot isn't is verbose or shout like who the hell can you do like (laughs) come on dude Uh uh-huh but like i almost said earlier i think yeah with respect to books um a good was it with you a a good book maybe it was with sorry terry but a good book like you talked said the hobbit right was it with you or sorry uh like basically a any any age or any uh, right, it should speak to everyone. Yeah, <clears throat> you'll be able to find meaning in in, in it all. Uh huh. You know, uh, even even like a kind of a not that great a movie. Like there's something in there. Yeah, that can like move you a little bit. You yeah, know, or make you think. I was watching like Can't Hardly Wait the other day. <laughs> Terrible, you know. Bad reviews, I'm yeah. sure. Bad ratings, you know, things like that. But I'm like watching this with Maggie, you know. I'm like, yeah. this reminds me of high school. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. it's pretty spot on. Yeah. And there's a lot of things I was picking up that probably when I watched it when I was a sophomore yeah. in high school or whatever. And I've seen it a bunch of times, uh, you know. But but it is. It, it, I like those. Uh, even a bad movie, you know, can be uh, can be pretty relatable. I think the whole properly done. Yeah, I think so too. I think the whole idea of the story is like, all right, you present you present some characters, right? You present a problem and or conflict, mm-hmm. right? This is like the progression of like a novel or a narrative, um, and then there's like some sort of um, courageous moment, and there's an overcoming or a resolution to that, and that's like cannot be more human. Like, yeah, that doesn't matter what it is, you know. Uh-huh. It could be like me sitting in a room and scratching my head for a day or two about the configuration of the room. Yeah. And if, if it's a universal uh, feeling and experience to encounter things. This is difficult. How am I going to overcome it? Hopefully I do. You know yeah. What I'm saying? Um, that's why there's like a really cool quote. Ever seen Westworld? Never. No. Anthony Hopkins. Um, HBO series probably like three, four years ago. Yeah, yeah. It's been a couple seasons. There's like it's one of my favorite quotes of all time. It's uh, how's it go? <laughs> so it's it's so good that I forget. It. No. <laughs> uh, it's like uh, I've always loved stories. Okay, stories are basically uh, they're they're by definition I think stories are are fiction, right? Yeah. Fiction or lies. So like there are lies that tell a deeper truth. Yeah. And I was like, that's, that's, that's a, I think about that a lot. I, I saw, I saw that like a couple of years, three, four years ago. I was like, fuck it. It's with Tim O'Brien, you know, the, uh, things they carry. Yeah. There's another book. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's always, it, you, it's a, you know, uh, unreliable narrator or something like, you know, mm-hmm. somewhere it's like the story, Foul. he'll be like, you know, he'll be talking and he's like, that never happened, you know, mm-hmm. at the end of it or something like that. Mm-hmm. But the idea, and Tim O'Brien talks about this a lot with how he writes specifically, is he, he says the same thing. You know, the fiction is sometimes the story, the fiction is more true than the truth. Correct. You know, correct. I think that the, the Bible, you know, is another one that I think of. Uh, huh. Yeah. I don't know. Don't put me no, on no, record no, no. saying that. You know. <laughs> but, uh, um, but sometimes that sort of stuff 
I'm not saying the Bible's fixed. So, no, no, no. Let's, so, let's erase that's that not, part. No, that's not. <laughs> uh, so, Tim O'Brien, things they carried. I, yeah. I, I, have, it, I have it somewhere. Um, it's a great book. Maybe I was, Going I, after Cacchiato is another okay. one. Sorry. No, 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 that's no, not. Yeah. Uh, but things they carried, explain it if you don't mind. Um, so. Or you said nothing ever happened. Yeah, like there's different, you know. I mean, so there's a story in things yeah. they carry. Yeah. If Tim O'Brien's from Michigan. Yeah. He goes and he's deciding, he get drafted. He's yeah. deciding whether to go to Vietnam or not. And he writes this whole story about how he goes and he's thinking about, do uh, he lives in Michigan so he could easily go up to Canada. So he goes out onto the pond that uh, borders the United States and Canada. And he goes out there on a rowboat and is deciding whether or not to go and cross the border mm-hmm. and you know, go to the different country or come back. And I think at some point he runs into some older man who happens to be out there too, mm-hmm. who kind of talks him through it. And, uh, but ultimately he comes back and he's like, that never, that story never happened. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole time you're thinking about this, that this happened to Tim O'Brien himself. Mm-hmm. He's like, that never happened. Mm-hmm. He's like, but it did happen, you know, in, mm-hmm. in his, uh, soul, you know, and stuff. Right. Right. Um, or, but yeah, or there's no, no, another, no, no. huh? You keep going, keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's like another, there's like another scene where he's in, uh, Vietnam. This is all from things they carry. Things Either they carry. that or one of the other books. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he goes down and they, ha- in Vietnam, they had the underground yeah. tunnel system, yeah. you know, the, uh, Jap- uh, Vietnamese had. And he goes down there and there's this whole story and it's kind of told in a dreamlike, setting of he goes under into one of these underground tunnel systems that they had and he's kind of like he's charged with going into the the hole which is the most dangerous thing because uh, you know obviously so he goes down in there and he's circling through and ultimately comes into a big room and in this big room is the uh one of the generals for the vietnamese uh army Mm -hmm. and He's having this whole conversation with him, and I don't remember exactly what mm-hmm. happened, but then he had this conversation really with happen. him, and then all of a sudden, the, the ground kind of started earthquaking down, you know, where yeah. all of a sudden, like, and it was kind of this sort of claustrophobic, you know, situation and getting buried underneath yeah. the ground, and it's indicative of what w- w- the feeling, I imagine, was of being a american soldier in vietnam yeah but also you know it wasn't a real story that itself it never actually it wasn't happened non-fiction yeah i don't think there's any, any such thing as non-fiction to be honest with you yeah because like uh everything's a story everything's a story you know what i'm saying the the, the uh, history is written by the victors and yeah it's like okay fine that's your take on it there's there's no um omniscient is that the right one omnipotent and omniscient observer of anything that happens except for god if you yeah. believe in god you know um so if you're writing it on paper it's it's not non-fiction fiction meaning made up i mean it's it's your best take on it but like it's not truth uh-huh it's not truth unless yeah. it's divinely inspired which people say that the gospels and other sort of books like that are yeah you know it's not truth uh which that is the reason why I have a problem personally with um, non-fictions unless they're like, you know, 
<laughs> talking about stories of 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 being wherever and and give as like a um a, a disclaimer that like this might not be totally true but this is how I saw it yeah and take from it what you want to take from it but don't call this truth I'm all on board I'm on board for that yeah I'm on board for that um but his, like even history I kind of have a little bit of a problem with because like this is the way it definitely went. I don't know about that. You know, yeah. maybe it did, maybe it didn't. Because we're all fallible, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have been, and we'll forever will be fallible, and nothing yeah, exactly. Uh, it's all. I don't know. Yeah. This 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 team won this war this battle this uh, country beat this this uh, country and this and that and the other. This is the X amount of like uh, men that were lost and like, come on, uh-huh. come on, really. Yeah. Um, if you're there, great, you know, or, or not great, experience it. That's the, that's my vote for philosophy, because philosophy is outside of facts and dates and names, mm-hmm. and it just de- it deals with just uh, themes and characteristics, yeah, and personalities and virtue and vice, you know. Yeah, that's what I'd rather like talk about, you know, than yeah. What the heck happened back in the you know, War of 1812? You know? Yeah, definitely. The only way, you know, sometimes I guess it could be good to create the construct, you know, through which you can kind of evaluate it personally and stuff like that. But, but yeah, no, I hear you. Just make it a make it a make it a fiction, you know? <laughs> yeah, a, dude. I, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm all about. It's all fiction. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, got any good movies you got going on? What we got? Uh, what you got? What you got? We watched. Uh, I'm a big. I'm a big uh, psychological thriller. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I need. I need movies that kind of like. It goes in line with your Poe. Yeah, idea. exactly. I, I need You're something like that's twist? really gonna kind of have a plot, like a, spoiler alert, a suspense uh, situation where yeah. the whole thing is kind of leading up, and you're like, "What is going on here? How's, <laughs> how's, it, how's it gonna resolve itself? What's gonna be the ending? Yeah, exactly. It's like an edge your edge of your seat kind of thing." Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I'm trying to think of what's some good, you know. It plays on the, that that idea. I think plays on the, like, I think our desire to to know, our curiosity, yeah. uh, to get to a sort of like a resolution. Um, I think that Aristotle said it's maybe it's metaphysics. Ah, uh, no, maybe not. But anyway, um, all humans have a natural desire to stretch to, I love this term, stretch out toward knowing. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. To stretch out toward knowing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're not cats, but we're kind of similar. You know, we're curious, man. Yeah. It's, yeah, in, our, it's I, in our nature. That's why, I, you know, so my take is on, uh, I'm a big movie guy, you know, as opposed same. to yeah. shows. Yeah. Same. And I think... Most people are show people, and I nowadays. Nowadays, yeah, we've been in the show era for it's maybe show, ten years, and I'm trying to get into it. You know, I'm like, I would love to get into it, but my issue with it is that you know these shows are five seasons long, yeah. ten episodes long. I'm like, you know, what's accomplished in a two hour movie, yeah. and that sort of beginning, middle conflict, yeah. you know, uh, ending. You know, and maybe plot twist or something like that <laughs> happens in two hours. Yeah. Whereas a show, to me, I'm like, I you know, forty five hours. I yeah. I sense that these 
uh, Netflix yeah. and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. They want they want these shows to keep going on dollar, and on. Dollar bills, and on. And they're, bills. they're evaluating how can we come up with a new plot twist yeah, to, yeah, yeah. you know, Ozarks or whatever. Instead of to, creating uh, a new entity and a new creation, yeah. might as well build on. It's like the whole sequel idea. Yeah. You know? And but, I just think with like, you know, I think it's hard to retain the, uh, you know, like a director of a movie, as we talked about. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, that's two hours where like everything is consider taken into consideration right, right, and right. like perfected. Everything, everything's tight. Yeah. And I just think there's a, a lot of looseness in it's some fluff. of these shows. To, what I've noticed for me anyway, I don't, I haven't watched, I'm more like you. I like Might movie. be a bad look at that. I, I like, no, 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 no. I like, I like movies. Um, but if you watch a show, you start to, uh, for me anyway, like try to like connect with the character. Also, um, picking up like characters of, of the actor, like yeah. you know McConaughey, and what was that one that was really good? Like True Blood, no True True Detective. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't see the whole thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> I started watching it one time. I was like, yeah, that's okay. Everyone's like, it's awesome. But like, it's kind of depressing. I was like, eh, whatever. But like, Westworld. Fine. Yeah, fine. that's a good example. Um, and you see the guy, the guy, the girl, and what they're doing over and over again, and you kind of become um, connected to the character slash actor. And uh, there's like a, a sh- it's kind of like playing around a golf, maybe. Yeah, and yeah. You're with them for like four hours instead of just having like a drink with them or yeah. having a lunch with them. <laughs> you see them again in another movie, and like there's some sort of uh, there's some there's a connection um, there. Um, that uh, yeah, it's like, might yeah. happen or not with movies, you know? No, you're right. I mean, I think about The Office, you know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I actually have always been a huge fan yeah, of yeah, The yeah. Office. Yeah. and can turn it on at yeah. any point yeah. and appreciate the different episodes right. and stuff like So I, I think I'm probably just talking out of something I haven't fully done you know mm. I, I like don't watch shows so i, I kind of have a, i have a judgment but i've never actually done it so oh. it's actually not it's not like uh legit because i i actually don't you know i i don't sit it's down also and watch like, i don't want to like commit to the thing yeah no i if hear I, if i don't i'm sure if like somebody sat me down i'm like start watching game of thrones now yeah and uh every night and you're watching the episode, I'm sure that I'm like, all right, I see why people are obsessed with this thing, you know, yeah. and Ozarks or whatever the series might be, Breaking Bad, Walking Dead, like all these things. There's just too much. There's only like a certain amount of hours in the day. And, uh-huh. I, like, and I like to read books too. Yeah. You know, but like, yeah, the, what I was thinking of, like the book analogy to the uh, episode thing is that uh, you dwell it takes you a while to read a book, right? Yeah. And you dwell with the text. Definitely. I like that term. You dwell with the text and with the characters, and they somehow um, temporarily like insert themselves as parts of your lives and characters in your lives. And it might seep into your dream. It might seep into like a, a, a daydream or like, yeah. uh, like you know. The, or running or working out. And it's and amazing about it. because it's only words. It's amazing that <laughs> that's the, the world that's the is cool. created through that's this, the, through, through just words on a on a page. But all that's of a the sudden, power of imagination. It's crazy. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's the vote for books over movies because it's like it, it's more empowering. 
Because it has to empower your imagination, I think. Yeah. Because uh, there's no visual. So you create in your head. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah. And, and each person's creating something different, you know, to some degree. Exactly right. Exactly right. And you get together to talk about it. Really. Yeah, I know. Cool. This way, still, like, conveying through words again to somebody else your creation, your imaginative creation of the text. Um, still, words are still words. So it's still, like, so you have your own uh, conception of the of the book. They have their conception of the book. They're conveying their conception of the book to you. So now you have your conception of the book in your head and their conception of the book in your head. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I know. Some sort of like projection of it's whatever crazy. it is. Which is, <laughs> which is, yeah. And you got the original author, their conception of it. That's one of my, always one of my, uh, one of my, uh, qual- not qualms, but like funny observations. It's like people are like, all right, this is what Edgar Allan Poe is trying to say. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. Shut the fuck up. This is what he's, no, no. This is what we're trying to understand yeah. as to what he's saying. Uh-huh. It's like, James Joyce is, well, he's trying to say that uh, it's all an allegory and uh, about yeah. the Odyssey. I think, I'm pretty sure he did a pretty good job. Uh-huh. So, I'm pretty sure he, tr- he tried and he succeeded. Yep. That's why we're talking about him. You know? Now I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Amen, bro. Should we rap? We've been rapping, but should we yeah, rap? Yeah, dude, I'm good. Any last uh, ideas? Last ideas. You know, I'm having a kid. Amen. I got a dog. Are you nervous about the kid? Not one. Not at all. You yeah. know, just. Are you nervous about anything? <laughs> yeah, no, that's Maggie, absolutely. <laughs> but you, you come across as being cool and, and relaxed. Yeah, and but then I have like my but beneath uh, the surface. You got it's like you're like the duck. I have certain things. My buddy at work was telling me this the other day. He's yeah. like, "You are so calm about yeah. so many things, yeah. but the weirdest things set you off. You know, yeah, you get yeah, concerned yeah. about yeah. like things that are just totally unimportant. Yeah. You yeah. know, which is uh, it's just like you know you're. Uh, I saw this like G Dad and. Some other like family members behind your back. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but like you have a quiet like competitiveness. To yeah, you. like you don't want to lose in chess. Not a chess. You, you know, don't want to lose in golf. You don't want. You don't want to lose. You're competitive. I do like. Uh, yeah, I'm very competitive yeah. on the yeah. uh, the tennis front. You know, yeah. and uh, what else? Just other stuff. I yeah, mean, no, no, ping, yeah. ping pong. You know, if I play, uh, dude, I played you in chess. Like you, you yeah. don't want to lose. Well, yeah, it's, you know, what? I've, I've, played, I've played chess for like twenty years. Yeah, and like, God damn it! Like, come on, like, all right, I'm not gonna go easy on you. No, I know. I'm not gonna grow from that. But uh, like, I don't think it's a bad model of being like a duck up top, and like, and you're below the surface of the water. Your 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 feet are paddling. Yeah, hard. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Definitely flappable up top. But uh, but. I don't yeah. know. That's all I got. Uh, well, awesome. You're, you're awesome. Thanks you for coming. You Thanks too, for being man. Here. Absolutely. Pillar of community. <laughs> Alex Thomas. And you got a little on the way with Maggie. Um, so, it was going to be great. Yes, sir. You got the right, got the right heart. You're going to be a great dad. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. You got it. All right. Thank you. Thank you, guys. You bet. Be a pillar.
members of communities a hyper-local approach to the podcast. Chevy Chase, Bethesda, Kensington, Washington, D.C. A podcast of people who are pillars unto themselves, and because of that, they stand pillars of our community. It begins by being your best self, your best pillar. Then, just like that, magically, whether you know it or not, the community will feel your effect. These people are pillars of community. Be a pillar.